tit for tat for every tit. There's a tat. Tit tit tat tat tit tit tat. Tit for tat. Thomas and Miranda, a dude and a queen. <laughs> really? <laughs> Hello, Hello, are you titty tats? <laughs> <laughs> it's the tit for tat show again. Yes. Yay! I'm the giant drag queen hostess, Veranda Lanai. Woo woo woo! Yes, come to my Lanai. Okay. Like, come to the Casbah. No. <laughs> <laughs> and that is my fabulous co-host, Mr. Thomas. Yay! Ooh. We mustn't forget Dad. our producer, Daddy. Yo, yo. I don't know why I'm doing this stupid accent for some I reason. wish you'd stop. <laughs> it has changed, too. Like Each one was a little right, different. Yeah. Than right. <laughs> Pick a country, I bitch. I don't know. It's all a mess right now at this point. Well, welcome to the show, all of you titty tats out there. We're... We're ready for some fun and a special guest. And some music. Music this time around. What? Yes. Yes. I know. We've had our fantastic um, actors on yep. and writers and producers. And now it's time yep. for some music. Yeah, we're back again to music. I know. That's good. That's I good. I know. We were doing a big music streak for a while there. I know. Well, you know, I was. I, uh, should I sing for you instead? Let's not. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not. Oh, darn. I know. Darn. The wheels on the bus go round and round. And then they fall right <laughs> off, yeah. just like they did now. This is my escape from that. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, it could be uh, the the hips and the drag queen go swish, swish, swish. There you right? go. Yeah, there you go. Just change it up. We are going deeper <laughs> and deeper in a hole. Ah, all right. Let's see what our titty tats have to say today. I hope they have something to say. Uh, they better, or we ain't got a show. <laughs> well, tonight it is a combo mm. mail sack, just the tip. Just the really? tip of the mail sack? Is it really? Yeah. It's oh. getting dirtier and dirtier. Uh-oh. Look out. Look out. All right. Here and away we <laughs> go. <laughs> I was just thinking that. All right. Dear show. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I write from Poland. Mm. Yay. With a serious email. Uh-oh. Mm. Please make Titty Tats aware that LGBT people in Poland are living under immense oppression. Yeah. One third of my country is, a, is an LGBT banned area. Yep. We are being rounded up and tortured. Please use your platform to make aware the world. Anonymous from Warsaw. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's a real issue, and it you is. know nobody's really even talking about it right now. No, and there—I mean, it's not only Poland. There are a lot of other countries that uh, view the LGBT view LGBT people yeah. as uh, we, we don't like you, we don't want you, and we'd Can prefer I... you dead. Yeah, yeah, um, which is very scary. Yeah, I think it's a big—you know—not that any—not that. All countries doing that are not horrific. Right. 
But I think it's surprising to people that Poland, you know, they expect a little bit better from mm -hmm. there, you yeah. know? And, yeah. and I know that they've been protesting. I know that they've been calling on the EU to do something about this. Mm -hmm. But um, it is. It's ridiculous. It cannot continue. And to think a third of the country. I mean, what is wow. what is an LGBT no-go zone mean anyway? Right. You know, I mean, come on. I mean, is that like Chris's studio over there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Here come the death emails. Uh-oh. Yeah, well, uh -oh. we get those already. Yeah. <laughs> Join the line. Yeah, right, no, I was right. really surprised to hear that about Poland. Yeah. yeah. That, that really that blows my mind. And it's relatively new. Yeah, which is odd it is really odd you know i know that you know back in the day we we as lgbt people you know that was with the old you know we were in the closet and you know we kept it to ourselves and we didn't honey you were never in the oh, closet well, that's true that's true no I I burst out of the closet a long time ago <laughs> yes heels first uh-huh purse first no no that was that was heels first oh, okay. definitely okay yeah. um so yeah it, i just I don't know. I don't. I don't. Uh, gosh, please be safe. Please be safe out there in Poland and and keep standing up for your rights, though. You know. Yeah, and you know what? Use your voice. It's not mm -hmm. just us. You know, you all yeah. have a voice. Yeah. You all have a computer keyboard you can use. Yeah. You know, type in, type everyone that's listening. I'm sure there's petitions online Absolutely. for change. Change.org, right? Yep. All right. Yeah. We're with you, Poland. Yep. Fists up. All right, dearest titty tats. Well, hello. I'm in a pickle. Uh-oh. That's kind of dirty. Yeah. <laughs> um, my husband's family are terrible. Mm. They are abusive with jokes, and they constantly belittle him. I'm over it because he keeps going back for more. Help me. Mm. That's Johnny from Nebraska. Oh, boy, Johnny. Wow. Well, you know what? It's the one thing you can do. Stand up and say something. Yeah. You know what? If 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 your husband loves you enough to see that you're willing to stand up and stand in front, yeah, and say enough is enough, yeah, you know, and have that conversation, yeah. And you know, sadly, I think this is a very common issue mm -hmm. because a lot of gay people strive their whole lives for family acceptance, and in that striving, take a lot of shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, and sometimes it takes somebody like you, Johnny, mm -hmm. to let him know that, you know what, this is not okay. And if it's okay for him, it's not okay for you. Right. You know, and, and maybe that'll help get it through his head that this is not how families are supposed to love members. Right. You know? And that's why we always say, you know, a lot of LGBT people have their chosen right. family you know your blood family sometimes does not like like in probably in this situation right. does not make for a healthy mental right. and loving relationship right our chosen family is just like you and i thomas you right. know we're we've the, you're my chosen family we you know family. that's right yes. and of course <clears throat> producer daddy oh thank you of yeah course. let it rip daddy uh oh all right hey titty tats hey I live for the show, me so too. I'm hoping you can help me. Uh-oh. I'm 23 and lived with my divorced father. My parents were very young when they had me, and my father's only 40. The problem is he's really great looking, and all my friends hit on him. I'm, sure, or I'm not sure if he's just being nice or if he flirts back. I'm afraid he's going to hook up with my friends from Connor in Dublin. 
Well, Connor. <laughs> Sounds oh. like you're in a predicament. Yeah, well, I think I think Daddy's in a predicament here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Sometimes people find later in life that, that their their heterosexual married life was not what they needed. It's not who they were. What did they need? Uh, who knows? <laughs> who knows? <clears throat> you know, I mean, there were there. Uh, think about all of I know. Uh, generations who got married because it was the thing to do we're going back to the family thing again yeah it was expected of you to get married to uh the opposite sex and to start a family and to do all those things that were that were you know the the family nucleus and you're going to do all this and now we're to the point of where i i don't somebody i don't want to live that life anymore right i need to get away from that and be my authentic self yeah that's where the authentic self comes from yeah who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Maybe, maybe your dad is finding himself. Yes. Listen to me, Connor, my Irish homeboy over in <laughs> Dublin. What's your dad's number? <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, look at look, what was the first email we had about families hating, yeah. you know, members. And now you've got a dad who's super hot and he's at the very least tolerating Right, your friends hitting on him yeah. or flirting with him or however you want to say it. Count your blessings, dude. Sure, you got a hot daddy. Yeah, he could be angry at right. all that, you know, and really pissed off, and then right. take it out on you. Right, you know. So if he, you know, maybe maybe that's what he needed—just that little that little boost of confidence. Right, you never know. It's it's nice to be appreciated, no matter right. what. No matter what sex is appreciating you, it's nice to be appreciated. Yeah, yeah. So you don't have a problem, dude. Relax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, darling show. Hey, hey. Hey, I like that. Somebody's stealing your line. Oh, uh, well. Copyright. Trademark. Uh, <laughs> I have a very large problem. Okay. 11 by 6 large? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bring a pizza. Uh, my parents... <laughs> My parents keep trying to hook Chris me. Chris is never going to get over that one. <laughs> <laughs> 11 by 6. Uh, Ow! All right. My parents keep trying to hook me up with men. My father even asked my date, what is he packing? Because I like him big. Oh, my with God. With that, you know... Wild emoji <laughs> of like, oh, oh. yeah. yeah. Um, it's especially difficult because of COVID. I'm forced to live at home. Oh my God. This is from Denny in Beverly Hills. Denny, let's get serious. <laughs> have you heard the last email? <laughs> <laughs> you have parents who are not only supporting uh, you, they're even trying to hook your ass up. Correct. Yeah. And your dad's even oh, what's he, you packing? Right. <laughs> okay, so Wait, is think, dad asking what his son's packing or what he's hooking? no? He's they asking know. a date. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They're, <laughs> they're trying to get him a date, and they want him to be eleven by six. <laughs> <laughs> they want him to be satisfied. Correct. <laughs> they have a ruler at the door. <laughs> <laughs> you know how they measure little kids yeah. as they grow. <laughs> Dude, again, wow. not a problem. You yeah. are so fortunate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you come know, on. it might seem a little embarrassing, but you know, it could be worse. And yes. you're and you're living in Beverly Hills, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, next, yeah, yeah. next. <laughs> <laughs> 
<sighs> Dearest angels. Oh, I'm afraid now. That, that's way too nice. <laughs> <laughs> I am the, capital T-H-E, the v. lady boy of the Philippines. Oh, lovely. I'm very famous, if you do say so yourself. <laughs> um, I've met a man I love, but mm. I'm fears he thinks I'm a real lady. Mm. Veranda, mm -hmm. what do I do mm. now? <laughs> what do I do? Was it love pregnant pause now? Well, you know, because it says, what do I do? No, but I think that was... Ah, uh, there we go. Yes, uh, sure. What do I do yeah, now? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And who is that from? It, no name. No name? Okay. They're too famous. Well, you know, here we go again, back to being honest. Uh, you know, being honest with with your partner. Yes. You know, and and that's what it boils down to. You know, if if you're don't live a lie. We've all lived a lie at some point and we've we've lied to ourselves, we've lied to our family. And when you finally be your true authentic self, back to that again, don't lie. Don't yeah. lie to your partner. Be honest with them. And if they're gonna accept you, they're going to accept you and they're gonna love you. Yeah. Um but it, but you got to take that gamble. Potentially, this could even be like a dangerous situation. It could right? be very yeah. much so. Yeah, because I'm assuming that if he thinks she's a she's a real lady, quote unquote, not mm -hmm. to like you know yeah, use right. that in a right. negative tone. Um, he's a heterosexual, is what I would assume. You yeah, know, true. and you know, it's <clears throat> we're kind of treading on really dangerous ice here. Very true, especially since she said she loves him. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean. Chris, what, what would you do if you found out that the person that you love and you, you, you think is one person and in, a, in reality is not? Uh, in, well, in my experience, I mean, I think <clears throat> it depends how long they've been together. Obviously, yeah. it, it can't, it, at least it doesn't sound like it could be that long. Otherwise, I think, you know, he might know by now. Um, but if you've gotten to know that person, and this is coming from a straight guy, if you've gotten to know that person, on a, on a deep level, on an intimate level, on a personal level, you know, I, I, I can't really think that finding that out at that point would change the way you feel about the person, you know? Mm. And I don't know what, like, how LGBT-friendly the Philippines are or not, but um, I don't know. I think you got you to gotta take a chance and you got to come clean about it. Because, like, even me, like, I honestly think, like, if I were in that situation and I got to know that person, I just thought they were a beautiful person inside and out, and then it came down to that, it's like, well, you know, I, I'm, in, I'm in this far, right? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, now it's a matter of making sure if, if this seems like it's an unsafe situation, Correct. you're going to have right. to do this in a public setting or, you know, hopefully they don't know where you live or, you know, it could be, could be very dangerous. Yeah. Very dangerous. Yeah. Um, so please do take care. Yes. Mm. Lady boy. Yeah, that's that's a tough situation. You know, it's kind of an interesting thing in the Philippines, too, because I know that the quote-unquote lady boys are very readily accepted. Yes. But I don't know if masculine gay men are accepted. Or you know what I'm saying? Like, right. God, here I go again. I feel like I have to qualify everything I say. No, no, no. I think they understand. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know. So I, it's very, very interesting, but I agree with you mm -hmm. 100%. I mean, if it's not safe. But the other side of that coin is, honey, at some point, it's going to come out. Literally. You know? <laughs> yes. But you know what I'm saying. I mean, this is not something you can just. Oops. Yes. 
Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Good luck to you. Yeah. Yeah. Take care. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving on. Hey, sisters. Hey, sister. Hey. I love love listening to your show. Oh. I am an 84-year-old proud grandpa of a gay grandson. Oh. I live with my grandson, and he's wonderful. Oh. I would like some advice on how to tell him it's okay with me if he brings dates home. I'm very hard of hearing, so it wouldn't bother me. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Thank you, Grandpa Chuck. Oh, Grandpa Chuck, how wonderful are you? Oh, my God, I feel like I'm going to cry. Oh, that's fabulous. Yes. Hey, Grandpa Chuck, you know what? Here we go again with the honesty. If you, 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 love, you love him so much and you care about him that much that you, you know, you tell him that this is, this is, this is a-okay with me. You're yeah. a fantastic grandson and, you know, I want you to live your life and be happy and, you yeah. know, you can bring a date home and blah, blah, blah. Hey, you know what? There's nothing wrong with that at all. And what an awesome grandpa. Oh, my mm-hmm. God, right? You know, I was, I was always f- fearful that, <clears throat> you know, a lot of people, a, a lot of, Elderly, you know, I'm going to say 70s on up, that, you know, they were brought up to believe that LGBT people were just, you know, it was, wasn't was talked about. It was hush-hush. Yeah. And yeah. you were, you know, the black sheep of the family and you no one said anything. Yeah. Um, or you were talked about in whispers. Yeah. And to have someone who loves his grandson so much, you know, what, yeah. a, what a turn of the tides. Yes. You know, that's yes. amazing. And, you know, I found out, too... A lot of people that, like, you do assume oftentimes that the more elderly people would be less open-minded. Mm-hmm. And, in fact, I think that life has really taught them, you know, what's the big deal, yeah. you know, when you reach a certain age, yeah. you know, which is awesome. That has been my experience, which I think is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But Grandpa Chuck, you know, you you are in our hearts right oh, now. Oh, gosh, so yes. Hang in there. Absolutely. Yeah. Kudos to you. Yeah. All right, dear Titty Tails. Hello. How do I tell my BFF he dresses like a total slut? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I already, Chris, I already hear Miranda say back to honesty. (laughs) Shut up. Um, He even wore a crop top and hot shorts to a family picnic and hit on my uncle. Ugh. Help! Yeah, Kevin from Santa Fe. Hmm. Well, Kevin, tell that bitch she's a slut. Right. <laughs> you know, there's. Uh... Well, you know, there's there's something to be said for for uh, self expression in fashion. You know, that's what you do. Seriously, I mean, think about it. Look at he's all choked up. <laughs> yeah, because I was trying to equate crop top and hot pants with fashion. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't breathe there for a minute. Well, I think that's going a little too far. But I mean, sometimes fashion can can hit a hit a mark where it's like, hmm, really? Did you yeah. leave the house with that on? Right. You know. Yeah. So. Eh. Well, you know, and I think the politically correct show, which we're kind of not, <laughs> um, would say, let's not shame people for their fashion choices but there is also a level of appropriateness yeah. and i kind of feel you who is this from this is kevin in santa fe all right kevin i kind of feel you i i kind of get that it's mm-hmm. kind of like that when people are a little older and still dressing in their like teens and 20s kind of thing and and it is the whole uncle thing is a whole different 
problem. I think his I think Kevin's BFF is of the mindset of I really don't give a shit what people yeah. think or he wants people to think that. Right. Yeah. And there's 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 a need for attention. Yes. So, I'm going to make a point yeah. to walk in the door looking the way I look and yeah. doing the things I'm going to do because I am in need of that attention. Right. And Kevin, don't take your friend to any more family functions. <laughs> <laughs> Oi. All right. Hey, drag rot darlings. Oh, my. I haven't heard that in a while. Right. Well, what? hello. <laughs> yeah, Chris is like, this doesn't appeal to me. <laughs> this doesn't equate. Right. <laughs> what joy you bring me. I have a problem. Every gorgeous boy I connect with online turns out to be 20 years older and 50 pounds heavier. Some of them I'd actually have dated, but they're liars. What's a stud to do? And that's from Hamlet in Istanbul. Hamlet? Hamlet. Oh, my God. I wish I had a quote from Hamlet right I, now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I got nothing. Out, out damn spot. Right. <laughs> Welcome to internet, uh, yeah, Hamlet. No shit. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's half the problem right there. Yeah. You know, I, I can only imagine what, what I, who knows, I don't know, I got blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, <laughs> that was great advice. Uh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's going in the book. Hamlet. Maybe Hamlet stop trying to yeah. hook up online. Yeah. Mm. Although Turkey might yeah, be difficult. That's right. Could be an issue there. So, I mean, what do you do? Uh, I think you refer him to Dr. Pete. Yeah. <laughs> 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 just go, Chris. Oh, my God. We have nothing for you. I'm sorry. Sorry, Hamlet. <laughs> life is life. Yep. Just, uh, mm-hmm. Hello, darlings. Oh. Hello. Can you help me understand the bro code? Oh, shit. This isn't, this isn't my territory at all. <laughs> my friends are all super upset that I hooked up with one of their exes. My, okay, I did read that right. Uh, it seems natural that I have gotten to know the ex through my friend and that we'd eventually hook. My friend even said he's done with him. What's the problem? From Blake at OSU. Hmm. Oh, Blake. See, uh, this is out of my territory. You horrible, 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 <laughs> horrible person. Right, Chris? I made that mistake before. Uh-oh. Yeah, so let me explain to you how the bro code works. Mm. If one of your bros has touched it, it is off limits from now till the day you die. <laughs> if they've dated. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah if that's, if that's, they've dated. Yes. Because it and you know, I don't care I don't care what your friend says about I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is not a it's past. Not free range. They yeah. are never done. No. Never okay. done. There are millions of men in the world, and think of the emotional baggage you carry with your ex. That's true. Yeah. And and then to be shady enough because you've made a connection through your friend. To use that to get some. Mm. No. No. Mm-mm-mm. Dirty Tisk. bitch. Tisk. <laughs> Dirty bitch. No, I, you know, and that's the thing. I have, ta- I do kind of take that seriously because yeah. it's kind of like bros before hoes in a way. <clears throat> yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're the hoe, Kevin. Mm. To you. And. <laughs> Good lord, I'm exhausted by this. This is oh wow. How did we come to the advice column? <laughs> Bro code violator. Oh wow. That sounds like a whole nother topic there. Bro code violator. Yeah, and, and he's in a pickle. 
<laughs> That's my favorite line of the night thus far. I'm in a pickle. Right. All right. Let's uh let's close this uh, bag. Jiminy Christmas. Jesus. Oy. Well, keep them coming in. Yes. And when we return, we have an amazing treat for you. Ooh la la. I can't wait. Me too. excited are you right now? I am. You know what? I got the tingles. Right. And you know, I have been pounding and pounding and pounding this mu- this next guest music to you for ages. I know. I know. Right? And then we were lucky enough to be able to bring him on this show. I cannot wait. Right? So we have a Nashville-based musical artist mm. who has inspired me endlessly with this music, and I can't wait to talk about it. I know. Right? So with out further ado, everybody, Chaz, Chaz Cardigan. Hello. Okay, I'm never going to be able to. I'm never going to be able to live up to that. That was that was so <laughs> kind. Thank you. You already have, honestly. Yes. I mean, honestly, I have been driving Veranda crazy in a good way <laughs> because ever since the gummy bears in the bathtub, <laughs> right. I have been obsessed. Well. Honestly, you've been so supportive on social media, too, and I can't thank you enough for that. But just to know that people are actually talking about the music in the real world is still like, whoa, what a thing. Yeah, and you're kind of blowing up. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, a little bit. I don't want to. I don't want to brag, but we're doing a little numbers here and there. You know. That's okay. I'll brag for you. It is my pleasure to do it. And let's just dig right into <laughs> it. I mean, let's talk about vulnerabilia. Yeah. Sure. What do you want to know? I want to know everything. I mean, we are obsessed. I mean, um, let's let's start at the beginning. I mean, what are what influences have gotten you to this point? Do you think? Oh my gosh. Um. So, growing up, I had a sister who was ten years older, and I thought that music was nothing outside of InSync and Backstreet Boys <laughs> and Britney Spears <laughs> and Michael Jackson until I was about ten, and then. When I was 10, I remember hearing Queen for the first time, and it was just a religious experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I had sort of picked up music already. I was playing piano. I was playing guitar. But after that, I mean, I got really into punk rock for a while. I got into Sex Pistols and yeah. Dead Kennedys and Black Flag and uh, Some 41. And, and that's really the music that I was loving as a kid as I was playing in bands and learning how to produce music. And then... Uh, by the time high school comes around, it's like the teenage dream, uh, fame monster born this way era. And that was huge for me as a queer kid, obviously. Yeah. Um, and just made me remember why I liked pop music as a kid. But I, I would say the music that really got me to where I am right now, I, I, I'm probably, you know, completely bankrupt if I don't mention David Bowie yeah. and... Mm-hmm. Uh, the, and the Killers and Talking Heads and the 1975 and Imogen Heap is my goddess. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. It's it's nice to know that that um, <clears throat> recording artists and singers just have you have this wide range 
of of musical likes. It's it's re- you know some people st- are stuck in this one category, and I only like this this specific you know blues or only pop or only one thing. But your yours is very wide and varied, and that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I love music just in general. I really love music, mm-hmm. um, and honestly, I I think some of it is that I grew up in this first little generation where we had MP3 culture. Yeah. So you could make a playlist with Lil Wayne and a song from the Lion King and a Bon Jovi song. And it was totally, you know, cohesive. And you, we had MySpace playlists and we make little mixtapes like that. I, w- I would actually physically make cassette tapes for people. And I would put on Nas and Wu-Tang and, uh, and Prince and David Bowie and Third Eye Blind. And I, yeah, I just love music. Yeah. And you know, that totally comes across because I don't like to box people in, you know, with labels and that type of thing. And I think one of the things about your music that is so appealing that Veranda hit on, it is really like genre, you know, expansive. No, it, it is. It is. Yeah. Like, and if you go into listening to your music with a specific genre in mind, you'll hear it. But that kind of goes to any genre. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's so multi layered. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that comes across. That means a lot. Yeah, no, absolutely it does. Yeah. Yeah, no, we absolutely love that. We love that. And, you know, you brought up social media and you are you have a huge presence on social media. Um, and then you also have a huge visual component to your career as well, like with amazing videos, oh, you know, yeah. um, and visuals. How much input do you have in that? Uh, all of it. All of it. All okay. of it. Actually... Yeah, my initial meetings with both of the record labels I work with, uh, Capital and Loud Robot, my initial meetings with both of them were really more about my visual. Um, oh, what would you call it? I guess like visual vision? I'm not really sure what to say. <laughs> I mean, so much of, yeah, no, I mean, so much of my imagination, so much of my creativity personally is visual. It's yeah. aesthetic and a thing that I have wanted to do for a long time is figure out a way to make the visuals as much of a component of the substance as the music is. And, you know, for the last few years that I've been in Nashville, not to say it hasn't been possible, but I, I, I mean, I, it's just been scraping, you know, shoestring budgets and putting together videos on a $0 budget with friends. And then suddenly to get this opportunity because of the music, I, I went in and made sure everyone knew like, Hey, this is a whole arena I haven't gotten to explore yet, and I have so many ideas. And awesome. if you're ready to run, let's fucking go. Yeah, you yeah. know, I what I what I really uh, enjoy about the videos is it just reminds me of early MTV, that very '80s feel to some of it. That I just, oh, it just it hits a nerve with me. I love it. She gets her nerves hit regularly, <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, no, it means a lot. I mean, and we're, I think the fun of uh, the visual identity is that we're still finding it, and it can just expand and grow. And, I mean, obviously it's a bummer right now um, with the yeah. pandemic because we just don't have as many options. So the videos I'm rolling out right now are all uh, – they're all animated. They're all CGI, and we're really just trying to find the coolest, uh, most specific-looking things we can do with that – that isn't, you know, here's another animated music video or here's anime Chaz. Here's, we're, we're trying to find, 
you know, what's something that'll still be cool after COVID's mm-hmm. a memory mm-hmm. still. Yeah. And hopefully we're finding that, but there's just so many limitations right now, which can be great, actually. Yeah. yeah. No, I think you're going beyond finding it because I feel like all those visuals are not only pushing the boundaries, mm-hmm. which is what I really love. I think like to what Veranda said, she saw 80s, you know, I see like 2040s, you know, when mm. I'm looking at it. Wow. And, but how amazing is it that you could get those two different perspectives? It's great. I mean, I, I think it's exactly what I'm trying to accomplish. And yeah, that, that really means a lot. I don't know. I'm sort of I'm sort of flustered right now. This is great. <laughs> this is really gassing my ego. Okay, so before yeah. before I really become like I'm stroking your ego, I need to come clean. I am currently wearing a black T-shirt with blue writing that says Chaz Cardigan four times yep. in a wave. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, we are. Someone's buying the shirt. We are handling the merch. Yes, we are. Yes, y'all are great. Thank you. No, I, I'm so proud of the songs. It's been crazy, you know, to, to try to kickstart a career right now. Yeah, um, right. And it's it's just such a weird moment to put out uh, probably content in general. But I, I would say music is so difficult right now because statistically, at least, if you look at, like, analytics, what people are listening to is music they already know, mm-hmm. oh. artists they already know, because we want comfort food yeah. right now. I want comfort food right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm just as guilty of this as, as everyone else is. So it's really difficult to break through the noise and yeah. get the algorithm to, to pick up the blip on the radar right now. And, and just to know that, you know, little by little people are finding the music, people are finding the TikTok, people are finding the videos. It's, it makes it really rewarding. Good. Awesome. Even though I'm still stuck in my, stuck in my bedroom. <laughs> you know, one of my favorite comfort foods is, Gummy bears. Yes. Ah, <laughs> yes. How yes, many gummy yes. bears did it take to do <laughs> that video? Do you do you want the real answer to this? Yes. yes. Okay, so we had two days of shooting for that video. We had uh, one day at an actual soundstage and then a second day of pickups uh, at the Bad Robot studio in Santa Monica. And both of those days... On set, there were a hundred pounds each day of gummy bears. Wow! <laughs> so that had to be ridiculous. Heavy. That'd be heavy on you in the tub. So heavy. Well, and actually, a little bit, a little bit of studio magic here. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. The bathtub trick is so the bathtub. Uh, a carpenter made the bathroom set, and then I am physically in the tub. I'm in boxers, and what we did was take a piece of cardboard cut in the shape of the tub with a little hole for my body to slide through, put that on top of me and poured about uh, 20 pounds at a time of gummy bears. No, probably 30 actually um, on top of the cardboard to make it look like the tub was full. But here's the thing with those on me, I got stuck supporting the weight of the cardboard (laughs) sheet of gummy bears with my knees and Uh I couldn't move. So I'm in different poses holding up uh, the gummy bears with my knees for about seven, eight hours. Wow. Just so sore that day, but it looks great. I mean, it looks exactly like we wanted it to. Here's a better story, though. The second day of pickup shooting, uh, I had a show that night in Los Angeles, and we were filming the scene where I, uh, I forced like a handful of gummy bears in my mouth, and I'm chewing really angrily, 
and then I'm, I'm stomping on the gummy bears. What I did not expect was to have to film that so many times and have to chew so many gummy bears <laughs> that I went into a, I'm not diabetic. I went into a diabetic sugar shock. Oh. My blood sugar, and I didn't even swallow all of them either. Hey, <laughs> but I didn't swallow them all either. I, but just the juice and the sugar and the juice, it got in my bloodstream and I, I just got crazy sick oh and I'm really lightheaded and like vertigo. Well, not vertigo yet, but I, I, oh, no. I, um, my whole body was just shaky and my, my color dropped. And for about three hours, I was just sick and I was vomiting in the bad robot bathroom. Wow. And then my, my manager at the time I was doing, um, intermittent fasting and I was trying to not eat bread at the time. And I was just on this very like anti-starch mode. And my, my manager was like, please eat a fucking piece of bread. Right. <laughs> Wow. And I did, and I felt better in like 10 minutes. So he's great. And then, you know, I played a show that night, and it was like it never happened. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. There's another big, huge thing I want to talk to you while we have you here. We have had um, out artists, musical artists on before. Now, the majority of them have come out after their career had already begun. And we've had conversations about pronouns and all that type of thing. Um, we get hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of emails from queer kids all around the world, you know, having the same issues that we had, even though there's been decades between and everybody says the world's changing. And sometimes it's really not changing for that little kid sitting at home in his bedroom, wondering how he can come out, but to be able to go on YouTube or to go on Instagram and see you representing, you know, and being who you are, was that a big deal choice for you? Or was that never a question? Never a question. Okay. Never a question. I, which in some ways I don't think is totally fair because I know for a lot of people it is. And, you know, yeah. it's one thing I think about a lot, if I'm being honest, is that 10 years ago, if I was just as casual about, <laughs> um, you know, my identity as I am right now, my career would suffer for it. Yeah. 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 And so you know, that's not possible without so many people way braver than I am putting their identity on the line and saying, this is me for the, you know, exactly for the reason you just said, there's, there's a queer kid somewhere in Oklahoma or yep. somewhere in Saudi Arabia who needs to like see themselves represented in music and on TV and in a music video. And I don't know that I thought about it in that way. For me, it was just a it's just a question of not wanting to hide anything. Right, right. Well, no, as an artist, I think authenticity is is people pick up on that immediately, Absolutely. you know? And I think by you doing that and giving that authenticity, I think that's what people are connecting to. Right. I would hope so. I really do. Well, and I think about this a lot. Uh, I've said that a few times now. That's okay. I think a lot in general. That, <laughs> that's really what it is. I can't, I, I cannot find the off switch. It's a, it's a fucking nightmare, but I, I came out for the first time, I think when I was about, I would have been 12 when I came out for the first time and I can I, you know, sort of small town, not the smallest, not the biggest 30,000 people when I was growing up, Yeah. small enough still that everyone knows each other. Right. And 
Walmart is the biggest thing to do in the town, you know? Yeah. And I don't, no one that young had ever come out at my school. And by the time, you know, kids found out and were talking about it, the teachers all knew, and it was a nightmare. And I was really politically outspoken, really young. I blame comedy central for that, frankly. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I remember kids would come up to me in school and tell me, Hey, I like you, but my mom says I can't hang out with you. Wow. And well, and I was already playing gigs, you know, I was, I was 12 and playing in bars. And so I was this kid who listened to punk rock and rap music and played guitar and liked guys and also called George Bush a war criminal in school. And that's, I was this just ball of chaos. that parents didn't want their kids around. And Sometimes I regret doing that so young. Sometimes I do wonder, you know, what would life have looked like if I'd waited until after high school? Yeah. I'd gotten, you know, to be a little more popular. Maybe I would have gone to more parties. Maybe I would have blah, 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 blah. But at the same time, it forced me pretty quickly to, I think the thing that coming out does for all of us, and also just, you know, queerness in general in whatever form, it forces you to have to defend yourself, yeah. which is so which is so crazy by the way, but it forces you to have to <laughs> defend your existence and yeah. to be, have to assert yourself in this way. So as to say, no, I deserve to be here. Right. You don't want me here, but I'm here. Right. And you can't do anything about it. And I can't do anything about it. I've tried, believe me, let's go, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, I do think that that's, that's something I've just carried for a long time. So that by the time, you know, now in my mid twenties, it, it's kind of a non-issue. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's this thing that's, there's n not to say there's no controversy about it. I'm sure there are members of my family that don't like it and just don't talk about it with me, but it's like, that's fine. You know, like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm very public with it and it's just, it's casual. It's, yeah. It's something I, that can be brought up in an interview and then bam, next question. You know, it's yeah. not the whole focus it's more just like it's just another another yeah another context another facet of who you are it just it's just not it not not a not a label like we said not a label anywhere that that anyone's putting on you it's just it's just it's just this is who i am yeah yeah and and and, and like i said even 10 years ago it wouldn't have been possible for it to be so casual yeah i think people would have been more open to it but it still would have been I don't know. It would have been a lot harder to to start a career with it on the table for sure. Right. Right. It's so interesting because when you go to, you know, obviously I'm of a different generation that I still have these, you know, moments of, well, do I, do, do I say anything or do I, you know, keep this to myself? And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Uh, you know, I, I've been out for quite some time. Why would I think this way anymore? You know, it's just, it's... and honey, you're a drag queen. Oh, that's true. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> well, and I think it's so, it's so crazy. I meet kids at shows or, well, you know, when, when shows, right. are um, but so many, you know, young kids follow me on Instagram and TikTok and, I, I meet kids at shows and for people like 20 and under, it's just a non-issue. I, yeah. and, and everyone you meet these like jock 12 year old, 13 year old boys are like, I don't know. I think I identify as sexually fluid and they right. wear nail polish sometimes. Or I, I, one of my best friends has got a, a younger brother who's 14 and he's, you know, some form of, queer but no one puts a label on it and he goes 
skateboarding with his friends in skirts and it's just it's a non-issue yeah and mm-hmm. it's so cool to, it's so cool to see and and that way i do think we're making progress yeah mm-hmm. i do think you're always going to have the little pockets of right people who are afraid of things they don't interact with yeah Okay, we are going to take a quick break because we have been fortunate enough, shout out to Nikki, to mm-hmm. be able to play Everything's Wrong on on our break. And trust me, guys, you want to hear this. That's right. And we will be right back with more Chaz Cardigan. Back, Veranda. Yes. With the amazing, hey. the, am- <laughs> the amazing and talented Chaz Cardigan. Yeah. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, what an amazing, what an amazing song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Of course, that's I'm just proud one, of that one. one of many. And if you are not following Chaz on Instagram, what are you doing? Get on there. <laughs> yeah, hello. Because we are, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Yeah. So, Chaz, we have a little favor to ask of you. Okay. We like to play this game called Tit for Tat. This or that. Because our fans who have self-named themselves Titty Tats um, really want us to <laughs> yeah, break through the normal interview questions. And they want to know more about you as like a human being. Great. So in this little game that we play, we give you two options. You just say whatever you want for whatever reason. And... We we just gonna we're gonna whip down this list and it gives people a much better look into who is Chaz. Hit for tat, this or that. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, here's the first one. Writing or reading? Uh writing. Manny or Petty? Woo! Uh Petty. Mm. Really? After I gave you that shout out for those nails? <laughs> <laughs> All right, R&B or dance? Ooh. Ooh. Can I can I try to qualify this one a little bit more? Sure. You can do anything you want. <laughs> do we do we mean do we mean contemporary R&B or do we mean like pre-1980s R&B? Whatever R&B you want it to be. Yep. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say dance. I'm just going to say dance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, plastic surgery or natural? Natural. Versace or Gucci? Versace. New York City or L.A.? L.A. Hmm. <laughs> Cocktail or wine? Oh, this one's... Oh, that's hard. I love both so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, if, by frequency, I'm going to say cocktail. What would be the cocktail? Uh, either a dark and stormy oh. or a gin and tonic. Okay. Oh, lovely. Chest or legs? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, chest. Okay. Less is more or more is best? Less is more. Wow. Okay. Size matters or keep it average? Whoa. Um, <laughs> well, this one's just all about context, isn't it? Uh-huh. Um Okay, we're going to... Uh, I'm going to say size matters. Okay. Uh, humor or intelligence? 
Oh, I think they go hand in hand, but I'd say humor. Okay, Gaga or Madonna? Gaga. High school or college? College. Okay, hug me or kiss me? Kiss me. Oh, love that. Bowie or Jagger? Bowie. Oh, I knew you were not going <laughs> to let knew, me yeah, down. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, that's a real touchy one for me. So, yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> Tell me or show me? Show me. A night in or a night out? Night in. Okay, 70s or 80s? 70s. Oh, I love that. Muscles or toned? Mmm, toned. Okay, I feel like you're struggling. On, but you're really, <laughs> we're making you really think here. Okay, flaws or perfection? Flaws. Open book or walled off? Open book. Black and white or color? Huh. Yeah, color. Oh, wow. Big spender or big saver? Big saver. Ah, city mouse or country mouse? City. Oh. Harry or smooth? Harry. Oh, yeah. Mm, no, wait. I, wait, not what I thought you were asking. Uh, I thought... I thought you said I thought you said Harry or Lou as in One Direction members. You, I, I now I now understand. Um, damn, middle ground but bordering on smooth. How about manscaped? <laughs> Man, we're gonna go with we're gonna we're gonna go, we're gonna go with well sculpted manscaped. Yes, we'll add that down for the next uh, game too. Right, right. Okay, and finally, boxers or briefs? Uh, briefs. <laughs> All right, Chaz Cardigan, you completed the tit for tat. This or that show. Yep. Yes. Awesome. This is good. Those are great <laughs> questions. Oh, good, good, good. So before we let you go, because we know you're busy, and um, we we just really want to focus and push out some music, right? We want people to find this, mm -hmm. listen to it, identify with it, and love it as much as we do. Yes. Yes. So let's let's go through um, and give us your thoughts. You know what everybody just heard. Everything's wrong. Where'd that come from? Well, after I finished writing Vulnerabilia, I just thought to myself that I I didn't want to write about my mental health specifically for the yeah. rest of my life. Right. Vulnerabilia is very much about like unpacking my panic disorder, and I just started going to therapy when I was writing it, and it was like looking at my, uh, my, my, my triggers and my bad habits. And after I wrote that, I thought, okay, I don't want to do that for the next 30 years. This is great. These songs are important. I'm going to keep being authentic, but what comes after the bad day, right. what comes after the breakdown and three singles of mine, I wrote literally in the same week about the same breakdown. I wrote not okay. SOS and my song, do I do it all in the exact same week and all after a particular like burnout um, situation and everything's wrong was just me. I mean, the first lyrics in the song are what a lovely, lovely breakdown. I've been writing this for days now. Yeah. And like, well, how long can I really milk a bad day? Because I'm a happy, yeah, you know, I'm a happy guy and I don't like to revel in my sadness. I like to feel my feelings, but I, I don't like to just, you know, I don't, I don't get off on sadness porn. Yeah. Um, right, right. And everything. Yeah. And I really do think usually when I'm in the middle of a bad day or a breakdown and I'm in, you know, manic mode, I do have a moment where I go, oh, okay, well, 
it's only going to get better. This yeah. is as if this is as bad as it's going to get, then it's still okay. This sucks, but at least I'm feeling something. And now I know where to go from here. Right. You know, I, I will say not, uh, your, your track, not okay, really struck a chord with me and it just, it just hit me and it made me think about some things that have been going on in my world that, you know, it just, it would just, it was one of those moments. Like sometimes music just hits you right when you need it and, and gives you a little bit of clarity and it just, it struck a chord with me. I'm so glad. I, I feel like it did for a lot more people than I expected to. And and I think with just the timing of everything, not okay. Went to radio right as the pandemic was starting, um, which obviously we couldn't plan for, but the timing I think gave the song just, a totally new subtext. I think it gave all of that EP just a completely new layer of depth just because of the time that it came out. And I'm not, <laughs> I'm not excited about, you know, everyone being stuck at home and yeah. how bung and how bungled the response is. But at the same time, I'm glad that it gave a lot of people a chance to find music that made them feel a little bit better. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get some business done. If people want to follow you on Instagram, they need to go to. At Chaz Cardigan. Everything is at Chaz Cardigan. Okay. I just put out a new song called Middle of the Road. Everything's Wrong is out. And there's a few others coming this year. There's loads of music um, on deck, ready to come out. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. It's all just at Chaz Cardigan. One Z in Chaz Cardigan like you've got in your closet. Right. <laughs> yeah. And seriously, he is a joy to follow yes. on Instagram, especially um, because you do get a lot of surprises. Like you do suddenly get an amazing release that just brightens up your day. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but bigger than that, Chaz, I want to take the opportunity, first of all, to thank you for coming on here. But even more so than that, to have people stand up in this community and as a member of this community to thank you so much for being willing to be authentic, to be that, that image that people need right now. Um, it means probably more than you even realize. Mm -hmm. I, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, I, I, I almost cried for a second and that's, that's not being, that's not being, uh, cheesy like i actually did that was that was that was really sweet thank you no and and i mean it i mean it's like the we, truth yeah and like we said we have been super surprised by the emails around the world we have we've been in 83 countries now getting emails from all those people there's a ton of sadness there's a ton of repression still and for somebody to stand up and and not only preach their truth but sing their truth in mm -hmm. such a talented and amazing way you really need to be applauded for that and as members of this community we want to take the opportunity to do that yep wow Wow. Oh we God. love you, Chaz. We yeah, love you we so do. much. We do. Oh, this is so nice. I uh you're both really great. I'm so glad I got to do this. This is this has been really, really fun. For us too. I've been yeah. looking forward to it for a super long time and we're hoping sometime down the road you're gonna be able to come back um and update us again. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd love to do it in person when this is all back to normal. Awesome. That would be amazing. Yes. Yeah, and until then, look for look for on Instagram the picture of me in my Chaz Cardigan T-shirt because uh -huh. I'm not lying. I'm uh -huh. being totally yep. honest. 
And um, until that next time, Chaz, we cannot thank you enough for coming on our little show. Yeah, you're both so sweet. This was really, really fun. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you, Chaz. Thank you. Be safe. You You too. too. Yes. Okay. Let's pause for a moment. Yes. And reflect on what just happened. You made him cry. Well, yeah, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead and say what you say. Yeah. You make all the boys cry. Yeah. Well, they mostly deserve it. (laughs) But in this case, how amazing was that? Oh, what a sweetie. Yeah. 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 Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Did you love that, Chris? Absolutely. Yeah, we've been looking forward to this for a mm-hmm, while now, mm-hmm. and um, um, we really love this guy, yeah. and we really want you to go on and check it out. Please do. Yes, and follow him on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I think you'll be so pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Great music. Great yeah. music. And more importantly, a great guy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. my goodness. What a big heart, too. Yeah, so, and how nice was it that he said, hopefully live? That would be wonderful. Yes. Be great. We're yes. going to need a separate studio, Chris. <laughs> 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 I, I, all right, I do have platonic fantasies about gummy bears now. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to be creepy, right? You're already creepy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're already <laughs> creepy mm-hmm. for crying out loud. No, but that was super, super fun. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah, I can't with all the um, people I've worked with in the music industry that are on that level or moving towards that level. He's yeah. one of the most down to earth yeah. people I've ever mm-hmm. talked to. That was absolutely, yeah. yeah. And I would, I'd be willing to bet he's going to stay that authentic person through oh, his yeah. whole entire sure. career. Mm-hmm. You, know? you can tell, yeah, yeah. How awesome! Yeah, I keep forgetting until Chris pumps in that he's like, you know, musical genius. <laughs> uh, I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> Start crying, Chris. <laughs> I make all the boys cry, remember? <laughs> no, I am. I'm I'm really yeah. happy that we did this and oh, then yeah. you know and then coming up, we're not stopping with the music. <gasps> There's mm-hmm. more music. Yeah, and we are going left with mm. our next guest, but we're gonna hold off on that. Oh, titty tatchy bird, stay paid, stay tuned. Stay pay, yes, stay tease. Stay, stay tuned attention. Oh my God, Chris <laughs> called you a tease. I'm a tease? No, that was you that was saying Don't get me in trouble. I was deflecting. <laughs> I even took down a pane of glass today. Oh, see? I swear to God, I thought he said panty. <laughs> Well, that too, but that's a different story. Don't write us a letter, Chris. <laughs> I'm not giving you advice on that. All right. Well, uh, it was an amazing it show. Was, absolutely. And it's time to say goodnight, Veranda. Good night, Veranda. It's time to say goodnight, Chris. Good night, Chris. And this is Thomas. Remember, if you got nobody else, you've, you've always, always got, got us. us. Turn off the podcast, Louise. And done. Tip for tat. Oh, tit for tat. For every tit, there's a tat. Tit, tit, tat, tat, tit, tit, tat. Miranda, a dude and a queen Talking about the castle Out on the scene And you can count on them to give you the dish And if we don't like you You're a son of a bitch Oh my Tit for tat Oh tit for tat